Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. You know, there's an old saying that helps us understand an important Bible principle. It goes something like this. The Old Testament is the New Testament concealed where the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. And certainly that holds true for the rapture in the Old Testament. This message today is so relevant for you, wherever you are. And so let's have a word of prayer that the Lord would do a great work in our hearts through His Word and by His Spirit. Oh, Father in Heaven, thank You for the special holy time we have together. Please bless tremendously all of our viewers today. Thank You, Father. In Messiah Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, by way of review, let's look at the rapture in the New Testament as Paul is writing to the Thessalonians of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. The New Testament biblical Greek word translated in English, caught up, is harpazo. Harpazo. And the New Testament Greek was later translated into Latin. Harpazo in Latin is rapturo, where we get the English word rapture. That word means to seize, carry off by force, to seize on, claim for oneself eagerly, or to snatch out of the way. First, we'll look at the rapture pictured through the lives of two Old Testament individuals. Genesis chapter 5. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years, and Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Enoch, whom we see in early times in the book of Genesis, is one who did not see death. Consider the biblical Hebrew word for took used in this passage, transliterated, written with English letters, lakach, lakach, to take, get, fetch, lay hold of, seize, receive, acquire, buy, bring, marry, take a wife, snatch, or take away. The meaning is very similar to the biblical Greek word harpazo used in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, remembering that its Latin translation gave us the word 
rapture. Again, harpazo means to seize, carry off by force, to seize on, claim for oneself eagerly, or to snatch out or away. Do you see how closely the more ancient biblical Hebrew word in Genesis resembles the later biblical New Testament Greek word used for rapture? Do you see that? We just saw also that one of the definitions of the Old Testament word took is to take a wife. To take a wife. That points to the Jewish wedding from Matthew 24 and other passages I've previously taught on the relationship between the Jewish wedding, the ancient Jewish wedding, and the rapture. Truly, Enoch is a perfect Old Testament picture of the rapture. The Lord took Enoch to himself from this side of the grave in the same way as we who are alive and remain and believe in Messiah Jesus will will be caught up before the soon coming tribulation. We can learn an important faith lesson by asking this question. Why did the Lord translate Enoch to heaven? The answer speaks for itself in the book of Hebrews and reminds us all to live by faith while loving our Heavenly Father, our Lord Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And any day now, we want this to be our testimony from Hebrews 11. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Next, Let's briefly consider Elijah, an Old Testament prophet who also did not experience death. Elijah was God's man who lived in a terribly sinful and God-mocking generation in Israel, along with being a powerful, a powerful witness. In the midst of a wicked generation, he also became an Old Testament picture of that which was later revealed in the New Testament, the rapture. Yes, along with Enoch, Elijah did not see death and was caught up into heavenly glory. We'll pick up in 2 Kings chapter 2, where Elisha and Elijah are together. Then it happened as they continued on and talked that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, that's good. That's what's going to happen with us. That's what the Lord's going to do with us. We're going to be caught up any moment. That's why we need to watch therefore and be ready. Well, now I want to look at Old Testament pre-tribulation rapture scenarios. You see, along with historical Old Testament individuals, the Lord uses their very real and specific circumstances and environments that he orchestrated to picture prophetic scenarios in the New Testament, including the rapture. Two stand out as they lived in historically evil times and both miraculously escaped the most unique of all the judgments 
and expressions of the Lord's wrath. See how their true life scenarios point us to the rapture. And also, I want to say before I start talking about these, I have talked about Noah and Lot frequently over the last few months on the program. Here are some different dynamics of their time. And again, Noah and Lot's generations are so important for us to understand in these modern days of Noah and Lot. Noah's society was one of a perfect storm of characteristics and behaviors that provoked the Lord, our Creator, to the most severe wrath ever upon the earth. Yet Noah and his family, they were spared from a global destruction in a way that's a wonderful picture of the any time and soon coming rapture. Genesis 6, 5 through 8. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing, and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So, For 120 years, Noah and his family, they built the ark in the midst of and before a God-mocking generation. The Bible tells us Noah's righteousness and faithful life condemned all of the earth's society of his generation. And after the wrath, Noah became the heir of the righteousness according to faith. And he also became the heir of the entire earth. Hebrews 11, by faith Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. And as the wrath of the Lord began to rain down upon the earth, Noah and his family, they were in the ark, the place of refuge provided by the Lord. While the earth was experiencing the wrath of God Almighty, Noah and his family, they were experiencing the grace that they had found mentioned in Genesis 6. So first, we'll look at the scriptures pertaining to Noah and then the new covenant fulfillment. Here we go. Then the Lord said to Noah, come into the ark, you and all your household, because I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. Now, Uh, down to verse 17 of chapter 7. Now the flood was on the earth 40 days. The waters increased and lifted up the ark, and it rose high above the earth. Then to chapter 8, the fountains of the deep and the windows of heaven were also stopped, and the rain from heaven was restrained, and the waters receded continually from the earth. At the end of the 150 days, the waters decreased. Then the ark rested in the seventh month on the 17th day of the month on the mountains of Ararat. What a picture for us today of the grace Noah found in the eyes of the Lord. These passages show us that Noah and his family, they went into the ark. The ark was then lifted up on the floodwaters, safe from the wrath of God poured out upon the earth. Then the ark came down, resting on Mount Ararat. And as we've seen already, Noah and his family then inherited the whole earth. Truly, This is a picture of the rapture. While the wrath of the Lord is falling in these modern days of Noah, 
will go up in the clouds to meet our Lord Jesus in the air. He'll take us back to that place he's been preparing for us that he mentioned in John 14. We then will return to inherit the earth as our King Jesus comes to sit on the throne of David in Jerusalem. And what did our Savior Jesus say about the righteous who walk in meekness? In Matthew chapter 5, he says, they will inherit the earth. Well, when we come back in just a moment, we'll see how Lot's rescue is also a picture of the rapture. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from Him one day very soon, well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. Like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations newsletter by post or by email. Uh, we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, Please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry blessing Israeli believers, or poured out for the nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. Shalom, my name is Adot Shoshani. I pastor a Messianic Hebrew-speaking congregation in the heart of Jerusalem called Melech Hamlachim, in English, King of Kings. We have a young congregation full of lively and noisy people. We love people and we want to see them grow and be strong in the Lord. With the help of blessing Israeli believers, we are helping the poor saints in Jerusalem. 
in Romans 15:27, we, we are told to do exactly that. The donors of Blessing Israel Believers have been great help in assisting us in doing exactly that, helping the poor and the needy in Jerusalem. We have young people, but we also have poor and needy. One family has had to move recently. The wife is separated from her husband. There's a lot of abuse in that family. And we were able to use different funds, including Blessing Israeli Believers, to help that family move onward to a new location where they pay less. And we are constantly visiting this family and trying to support and encourage. I want to thank you donors of Blessing Israeli Believers for fulfilling a biblical mandate to help the poor and the needy in Jerusalem. Thank you so much. Please keep us in your prayers. Welcome back to the program Watch Therefore. As I mentioned, now we'll see how Lot's rescue is fulfilled in the New Testament in the rapture. And though there are some concerns about Lot's failures, the Bible calls him righteous. And in a similar manner as Noah, Lot found favor and mercy in the eyes of the Lord. Favor and mercy to save him from destruction. And in these passages, notice that the words favor and mercy are each used twice. Yet sadly, some of Lot's family did not respond to the Lord's favor and mercy to escape his wrath poured out upon Sodom and Gomorrah. Also like Noah, the wrath was stayed until Lot was out of its path. Well, we'll pick up where the two angels sent by the Lord are getting Lot and as many of his family as possible to safety. Now, I'm going to go through a lot of scriptures here in Genesis 19, so stay with me. This is the word of the living God. Genesis 19, beginning in verse 12. Then the men said to Lot, Have you anyone else here, son-in-law, your sons, your daughters, and whomever you have in the city? Take them out of this place, for we will destroy this place, because the outcry against them has grown great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law, who had married his daughters, and said, Get up, get out of this place, for the Lord will destroy the city. But to his sons-in-law, he seemed to be joking. Isn't that tragic? Isn't that tragic? Uh, we'll continue down to verse 26. When the morning dawned, the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. And while he lingered, the men took hold of his hand and his wife's hand and the hands of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful to him. And they brought him out and set him outside the city. So it came to pass when they had brought them outside that he said, Escape for your life. Do not look behind you, nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest you be destroyed. Then Lot said to them, Please know, my lords, indeed now your servant has found favor in your sight, and you have increased your mercy, which you have shown me by saving my life. But I cannot escape to the mountains, lest some evil overtake me and I die. See now, this city is near enough to flee to, and it's a little one. Please let me escape there. Is, not, is it not a little one? And my soul shall live. And he said to him, See, I have favored you concerning this thing also, and that I will not overthrow this city for which you have spoken. Hurry, escape there, for I cannot do anything until you arrive there. Therefore the name of the city was called Zoar. The sun had risen upon the earth when Lot entered Zoar. Then the Lord rained brimstone and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. So he overthrew those cities 
all the plain, all the inhabitants of the cities, and what grew on the ground. But his wife looked back behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. And folks, then later, God's Word in the New Testament speaks clearly of Noah and Lot in terms of a modern generation that has the same wicked characteristics as theirs. The Lord will deal with that generation, this generation, in the same way He did with that of Noah and Lot. He also will spare the righteous from that wrath. He will do so with the rapture. Oh, hallelujah. Sadly, even today, when we try to warn family and friends of the soon coming wrath, many scoff and joke and laugh. Well, in Peter's second letter, the second chapter pertains to the wrath of the Lord upon the last day's false teachers. The passage we're about to see begins with the judgment of God upon the fallen angels of Genesis 6 that facilitated much of the evil in the society Noah lived in. He then explains how the Lord will judge the modern wicked society like He did in Noah and Lot's time while sparing the righteous as He did with in Noah's and Lot's days. 2 Peter 2, 4-10 through For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment and did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah, one of eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them to destruction, making them an example to those who afterward would live ungodly and delivered righteous Lot, who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked, For that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. Then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment, and especially those who walk according to the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise authority. And I've spoken many times on this program about the sins of this generation and their relationship to that of Noah and Lot's days. Great wickedness, God-mocking, widespread homosexuality, even marching under the rainbow flag, the sign of the covenant with Noah. And even worse, homosexual marriage, as if there could really be such a crazy thing. Violence. 43 million babies murdered every year in their mother's womb around the world. And the more it expands to later terms of the pregnancy, the more these wicked celebrate it. No, the Lord will fully, severely, and comprehensively judge the end of this age generation for its wickedness, using Noah and Lot as examples. Isn't that what Peter said? What will he do with the righteous? Like Noah and Lot, the Lord will take them out, take us out before the wrath begins to fall. Sounds a lot like a pre-tribulation rapture scenario, right? 
Well, in that context, listen to what our Savior warns in Matthew chapter 24. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know until a flood came, and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken, and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken, and the other left. Watch therefore. For you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Wow, that day is coming any moment where we will be taken up in the rapture. Watch therefore and be ready, right? Well, here are seven watch therefore points from this teaching today. One, Enoch and Elijah are Old Testament shadows of the rapture. Two, Noah and Lot's days are Old Testament scenarios reflecting the rapture. Three, these lived in uniquely wicked times. Four, the sins of this generation are the most wicked since Noah's and Lot's days. Five, the wrath of the Lord is about to burn this generation with fire. Six, many will mock and laugh. The Proverbs say, fools mock at sin. Seven, we have a Savior coming for us for whom we should be watching and ready. What about you? What about you? Have you truly been saved by our Savior Jesus? It's going to take more than religion to get there, folks. And wherever you are, whatever station in life, whatever sin you may be involved in, our Father in heaven loves you. He sent our Savior Jesus to live a sinless life that He would die on the cross to pay for our sins, the times we've lied, cursed God's name, done God-mocking things, hurt other people, lusted, and so much more. He died on the cross to pay for those things. He was buried, and on the third day, hallelujah, He rose from the grave. Repent. He says, begin to turn away from your sins. Repent and call upon His name, believing what He's done to save us and forgive us. Call upon his name even now, Lord Jesus, save me. I want to turn away from my old life and follow you, Lord Jesus. Please save me and give me a new life that honors God. And forgive me, Lord Jesus. Amen. If you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your screen. We want to send you some free literature to help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. Yes, please contact us and let us have the honor of being involved at the beginning of your new life in Messiah Jesus. We'd like to get that out to you. And for everyone who's watching, don't forget, now more than ever is the time to watch Therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore 
and be ready. We know he came. The lamb who was slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and restore what belongs.